You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. On today's show, Carmelo Anthony's back. The playoff picture is becoming clearer. And in the NFL, the Patriots seem to be struggling on offense. Hello guys, I'm Daniel and it's a very moody sports show. My co-host is here, Zach. In the flesh, what it do, Zach Whittington. Y'all can't see the flesh, audio medium, but that's fine. Oh yeah, well, you know. We'll get there. Sound waves. Sound waves. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> so we got, uh, we're here guys, we're going to give you some uh, NBA talk- topics. We got a little triumph news, they finally started releasing some uh, signings, big news there, I'm excited to go over. Um, and obviously, we got to hit the football. Egg ball is about. We must talk. Yes. And football will be gone soon. So relish. Yeah, guys, definitely start getting in there. Enjoy every game you can. It's it's leaving us Friday night. It's got a big slate of college football. Uh, obviously, NFL is going to be on for a little bit longer. But definitely start getting your fill. Exactly. All right. So we'll start with the triumph. We'll go there. We'll just say. Jump in them. We got a few players a lot of the core coming back next year surprising honestly yeah all over the field up and down offense defense we got a couple midfielders so uh the major signing uh that came through uh, about i think last friday dallas J re-signed with us crazy so excited golden glove the golden glove is back that's necessary for us i think to be able to get back to the championship the best goalkeeper of the season prior coming in that's got to just make you more confident as a whole squad going forward and we'll just continue working our way up we did re-sign paul luck and evan lee both strong defenders for us i'm really excited about that and then on the midfield aaron walker and paul klaus both coming back uh those are major signings and the last one we did able able to bring back one striker uh jake keegan so far has signed back with us he was in contention for the golden boot before he got injured last season. So that's another huge signing there. That's wild. That's almost a whole starting squad. We got a lot of players. I'd like to see them get a Bermudez back. Uh, Christopher Gomez would be great to get in there. Um, So yeah, a lot of people. And then obviously if we could get uh, Pulitz to come, come back to us too, that'd be pretty much the whole core of the team. And then from there you'd build out with what you need. Um, so yeah, that's about all we got on the triumph. Um, that is, I'm super pumped on those though, guys, huge signings, definitely thinking we're going to be competing for the championship there again. Mm -hmm. Straight in the the round ball to the round ball, the NBA, we, uh, not a lot of basketball, college basketball happening on guys. Uh, obviously you got invitationals going on, finishing up before the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, but yeah, we'll just uh, sort of jump into NBA. We'll start talking a little more college basketball when it seems to be getting closer to March, most likely. <laughs> so will the rest of the country. Exactly. Uh, NBA, uh, we were going to start where Zach has a little bit of fandom. All right. So last week, <laughs> he takes over in, for me in the NBA. We, uh, everything was going fine. The Hornets were almost 500. The Suns were streaking. Life was crazy. Good times. Seven days later, Hornets have lost <laughs> five straight. <laughs> the Suns have lost four of five. The only thing that is constant is... The Lakers are 15 and 2 to start the year. This is getting out of hand. Like that's almost like so good of a record you're going to put pressure on yourself as the best team 
and to people, continue to continue. Yeah, like, and do you really want to wear yourself out in the regular season where LeBron's playing every game, doing great, going crazy, and Kawhi is literally taking every other day off for the Clippers? Who's going to be fresher in the postseason? This is a crazy LeBron, though. He's probably going for the MVP. He's trying to prove something. And, I mean, this may be, like, his last chance to win an MVP. Like, this year or the next, like, two or couple years. And if he's going to do it, you better do it, you know? Yeah, you got to – it's it's definitely the time he's done. Anthony Davis has been battling a little bit of, like, injury, like, in and out. But the Lakers, as a whole, crazy defensively. Still doing great. Best team in the league, wild. The Boston uh, Celtics were the best team in the East, but Kimball Walker got hit, ran into his own teammate, unfortunately, and like hit his head, and he got stretchered out of the game. But it was listed to a neck sprain. Neck sprain. It was thought to be a concussion, but he just should a be back ugly scene. But he should weeks. be back sooner than the scene indicated. Uh, that allowed Milwaukee to come in. They are now the number one team in the East. Actually, one game behind the Lakers at 14-3. and three. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he dropped 50 last night. 50-14 and 14 or something like that. That's crazy. It's wild. Luka Doncic has looked impressive also. Oh, my gosh. A, Luka legend? They are, they, he has already in, in, in like in, enhanced himself in the Hall of Fame conversation, and he's his second year. Well, he's, he's already going to go to the Hall crazy. of Fame in Europe for basketball. Like, he's he's the type of guy you can look at, like, the Naismith Hall of Fame, like, 15 years from now. If he wins a couple titles, like, he's going to go down in the Basketball Hall of Fame because he's the best white guy since Larry Bird already. He's dominant And he's, far. like, dropping LeBron numbers. He's dropping, like, crazy numbers. Like for He's doing real, it he's earlier. He's years old. I was about to say, doing it earlier than LeBron was doing it. Luka, and it, the questions about Luka coming into the league is, like, they kept their scout saying he wasn't athletic enough, he wasn't fast enough, that his skills wouldn't translate. Bro, he's dropping forty point triple doubles. Like I was about to say, yeah. And they have Porzingis on the same team. Like I'm not saying Dallas is like a contender right now, which they may be as the season progresses. But Luca, holy, well, and holy as crap. as a Hawks fan watching Luca do what he's doing this season, and I'm watching Trey Young and our in the Hawks. They are now. Looking towards the bottom, they're literally scraping the bottom of the SE of the of the East. It's just like it hurts. I'm like, we had Doncic traded him for Trey Young, and I'm not saying we don't. Need it blew Trae my Young, mind on draft Doncic night when Doncic got picked by the Hawks. Like they immediately so picked Doncic. I was like, whoa! To I was Atlanta? so excited. And then you trade him for Trey Young. I was like, what? Y'all believed in Trey Young like that? It's tough. <laughs> That's really tough. As but a I mean, Trey Young's been great. He looks great, and he's but still Steph, dominating these loss. But at the same time, like, if our best player is Steph Curry, but that's the only good player, and we're not winning games, then like, what does it matter if he's putting up the points? You know, there's just something about being big enough in basketball to drive to the rim and not get rejected in crunch time that is just a valuable skill. Like Kimba Walker for the Hornets, like, we the games would be close, and Kimba would have the ball in his hands. Your best player. But when you're he small and you rim. get to the rim, you're getting rejected by this guy seven foot tall every time. But you have Kawhi Leonard, you have LeBron James, that type of big guy, a.k.a. Luka, you could bust a move and you can go up over these guys. You can finish through contact like that. And 
that's just such a skill because pulling up threes is great if you're winning by 10 and stuff but like yeah depending but, on a three like in the last seconds of the game is tough you know like to get an open shot so. absolutely yeah I, I completely agree i do wish we sort of kept Doncic, but we'll see hopefully trey young and the boys can start turning around at some point um not much uh the mellow experiment oh, carmelo in the blazers with the blazers trailblazers he is throwing up more shots than anybody on the team currently, but he did have a 25.8 rebound game recently. 10 of 20, night. he was 50% from the floor. 25 and 8, 8 rebounds, which is good. I mean, Melo's always been a scorer. He was the best scorer in the league at, at one point in his career. But, I mean, if you're brought onto the Trailblazers midseason, was the plan not cj mccollum and damian lillard and then Melo is your third option as those guys are covered it seems he's taking up all the shots and right you got now. white side like you got the Melo's the fourth best player on your team like maybe even fifth or sixth and you're letting them take the majority of the shots dame lillard not just in starting lineup eliminated the thunder last year in the playoffs like y'all won a playoff series with damian lillard like play through him the, the offense has to start. This could game. be getting Melo brought up the speed, make him feel good, get the media off his back type deal. But at the same time, strange. you're losing games. You're six and twelve, just like the Hornets. So. Yeah, you got to get yourself back in the playoff picture. You're um, not, you don't want to yeah. fall fall out easy. The, the West, West is, is competitive, very competitive over there right now. Other than Lakers, who's just dominating everybody. Let's go. Uh, love LeBron. Um, so that's about all we got. I think we'll jump into college football now. Uh, say the NFL talk for last. We got a couple things to discuss in there. Uh, I think it'll be a fun little discussion for NFL. But in the college football, we uh, are in a cupcake week considered for most teams. Uh, some, you know, SEC teams playing FCS teams and things of that nature. But there were a couple big games. Uh, the main one, Ohio State. The number two team was hosting Penn State, uh, and they came in, survived what seemed to be a potential upset uh, to get the win 28-17, but they did have some costly turnovers, three turnovers that allowed uh, Penn State to get back in the game. So it wasn't the cleanest game yet. Uh, they have played all season uh, and came against a good defense. So it sort of makes me question if they're – going to actually be able to leap over LSU for the number one spot. Is all. that the closest game they've had all year? Uh, probably, yeah, they, absolutely. They're not going to jump LSU. Until... I think this is the first time they've <clears throat> scored under 30 also. Yeah, so. I mean, and that's against a team that's already has a loss. So you're looking playoff picture. I think, I'm i sorry, like Clemson, until proven otherwise, in yeah. my opinion, is on a different level. I think Clemson, so I think Clemson, in the comes, I think Clemson definitely can now assert themselves into a number two position uh, if they if they go out and just dominate South mm-hmm. Carolina. You know, um, UGA hosted A and M. This was a sort of as a dog fan, it was sort of a good but bad game to watch overall. Great positives. Defense was dominant. Uh, I have no question about this defense and their ability to to hold LSU to lead, to under thirty to under thirty points, um, under thirty five points. Like I, I think they're they're this is a prolific defense that I've seen, best defense I've ever seen in Athens. Um, they held A uh, and M to negative seven rushing yards. Uh, but in the game in the in the whole game. That's awesome. But the problem came in the offense. Only scored nineteen points. Only one touchdown. Rodrigo Blankenship four for four on field goals. 
But this offense is all time leading scorer. Yeah. In Georgia history. In Georgia right? history, second in SEC history. What? It's crazy. Behind who? Another kicker? Behind, yeah, another kicker. I do believe it's behind uh Blair Walsh, maybe. I, I That's maybe, wild. Maybe how the all time point scorers are always kickers. It's just a huge deficit though. A Rod- the, the, the number one's four eighty, Rodrigo's at four eighteen. There's just a no yeah, way. That's not there's no way that's happening. And, and kickers always get points. Yeah. Always getting the points. Um yeah, I'm just I'm worried. I am worried about the, our offense and their ability to go out and score in the SEC championship. At the same time, hey, I'll if your defense scores you a touchdown we'll, or two, we'll see. That changes we'll see. Everything. Yeah, well, I'll hold my breath. We'll see what happens. Um, but at the same time, you know, field goals won games too. We're in the championship. Won the East. Uh, dominated the dominated our West opponents. I was happy with the game. Uh, SMU they were a, they did go down to Navy. So now the group of five teams left to get a bid for the Cotton Bowl are just down to Boise State, Cincinnati, and App State. Um, Cincinnati and Memphis, one of them will be out of the conversation after this coming week. Cincinnati is uh, going to is going to Memphis, I do believe. All right, uh, right now. Who's going to win that game, Dan? I'm going to take uh, – I went against them last week with Temple. They Temple did not hold up for me, unfortunately. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati to go beat Memphis. Uh, they're a scrappy team. They definitely know how to win, and uh, they their defense, their defense is really good. I like the defense a lot. No way. Memphis is going to run down their throat. This Memphis team is going to flirt with the playoff, I'm telling you. You think so? I'm telling you. They're going to get up to, like, number seven by the time it's said and done. Memphis. All right, I mean, except for the Bearcats are going to have a lot to say about it. A lot to say about it. A lot to say about it. I did, as I mentioned, as I mentioned, I did lose uh, in my lock of the week this past weekend. Um, And Zach, you also did not. What did I tell you about this, Dan? We're not focusing on the losses. I was even thinking, we're just going to rename it attempts. (laughs) We have wins and attempts. That's better. There's no loss category. There's no losses. I didn't lose anything. I <laughs> Yeah, so going into this week, who's your lock? Do you have a lock, Dan? Uh, I've, I do not have a lock exactly. I haven't really thought too much about it. Um, There are some big games. Georgia plays week. Tech, right? Georgia's got Tech. Um, Nerds. There's there's a few, but there's one II that actually is uh, playoff-related, but I think could be a major upset. Uh. Colorado is going to be going to Utah, and I think that could uh, Utah, you know, just watched Oregon go to Arizona State and lose, and that's crazy. I was was stunned. Herm and the boys boys. win um, (laughs) multiple turnovers. Oregon was stagnant until the end. It came came down to uh, fourth quarter, lots of scoring, but Arizona State able to hold on to the win. Huge win for the program, I think, too. Um, So I think Utah. Watching them do that, get a little bit too excited about potential of playoff berth and winning the Pac-12, and perhaps get a stumble this week and sends USC into the Pac-12 championship. Oh my gosh. I would be so upset. Lee Corso picked Utah to be in the playoff from like week one of the season. Shout out, shout out Lee Corso. Usually wrong. Typically. But... He chose Wisconsin to uh, not this past year, the year before, and like, I was just laughing because it did obviously did not work out. 
there's so there's obviously with us going into next week we are going into rivalry week everybody's favorite. i'm glad you said that word it's, i had anxiety about saying rivalry rivalry <laughs> week i love it uh, it's, it's by it, far my favorite week uh the dogs as we said have tech um i'm interested to see what we do against them hoping we can hang a couple points on them a little more than 19 preferably uh, LSU, uh, they are both needing, UGA and LSU both needing to get the wins. LSU is going to be hosting A&M. Um, A&M finishing off the season at Georgia at LSU. Tough. Yeah, man. Luck That's of the tough. draw. Luck of the draw, <laughs> and the luck is not in their favor. Uh, so both teams got to win to get to the SEC championship to keep the playoff hopes alive. Uh, Clemson's got Carolina, Clemson, obviously. Obviously, host uh, going to Carolina. Half, yeah, twenty-seven and a half point favorites on the road. Are you gonna <clears throat> are you gonna take your Tigers as a lock of the week potential? I mean, obviously, is there's it, n- if we lose this game, I'm gonna be so mad. So there's the locks of the week. There might not be a next give episode. Give me Colorado and give game. Zach the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Memphis major. Too. Clemson, Clemson has to win. Uh, to stay in the playoff position. And then Ohio State, another team that has to win to stay alive in the playoff. They got Michigan. They are going to the big house. Michigan's looked really good lately the past few weeks, Zach. Have you been impressed by uh, Jim and his turnaround? I mean... The khaki pants? No, I don't care. If, <laughs> like, if, if you can't make it to the Big Ten Championship and beat the other two teams in the Big Ten, like, why should I care? It's Ohio State's reign right That's now. That's right. Like, you got to go yeah. beat them. Yeah, like uh, the other side of the Big Ten, Minnesota and Wisconsin. This is the play-in game to the Big Twelve or Big Ten championship. Uh, I really hope Minnesota can pull out the win. That'd be a cool um, Big Ten championship. If Minnesota can pull out the win, they are still alive for a playoff berth if they can beat Ohio State. I feel like you'll cap out around like number five, a one loss Minnesota. Like they would even they it would depends they on, would just insult you and give you it the depends, first spot out. It depends. It depends on how things fall, but at this point. Utah's win in a Pac-12 championship over Oregon, mm-hmm. not as impressive as if Minnesota beats an Ohio State. I mean, it's definitely an impressive win. You're all the way back up to number five, but that ain't um, number four. <laughs> Baylor and Oklahoma yeah. both trying to stay alive for the playoff uh, potential. Very slim chance for them, but uh, Baylor's got Kansas, Oklahoma, <coughs> going to Oklahoma State in Bedlam. Um, we'll see how those turn out. As I said before, Utah has to beat Colorado to stay alive. I'm interested. Let's go Buffs. All right. Let's go Buffs and my boy Mel Tucker. I'm loving this right here. Let's and then talk the about last it. game, let's do a little conversating. The Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl. The Bowl of Iron. Who are you going to pick? Alabama-Auburn. Give me Dude. the Tigers of Auburn This is a home great year for Auburn to win the football game. <laughs> We love we love the idea, you know, that Bama put up 66 against Western Carolina. But let's just stop that right there. Mac Jones is not going to do well. I think it's going to be a tough game. What's the quarterback situation? Close game. Mac Jones is the starter. How okay. good is Mac Jones Mac on Jones a scale of bad ball, to Mac two Jones, up. listen, Mac Jones balled out against Western Carolina, and he <laughs> also balled out against Arkansas. Producer, any any. Backstory on Mac? He sucks. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> I think Auburn's going to win this game. I just don't think they have the skills. This is a to great week for Auburn to win the football game. I think Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Boy, what a great call. Uh, uh, 
that's college football, man. I mean, that's it, guys. NFL. Or should we say the NF Lamar? Whoa. Because he's the best player in the NFL. Lamar Jackson. Is dominating the What do you NFL. think about that, Dan? I I completely agree. He, you completely agree? No, nah, I mean, unfortunately, I don't. if you don't agree, you're a fool who's just denying the There's truth. There's the moodiness. Because this man went out against a Rams defense that had turned it around after they got Jalen Ramsey in. They were looking great. Slapped them. And he smacked them all around. Not to mention this Baltimore Ravens defense that made – this of this Super Bowl uh, quarterback and Jared Goff looked like a rookie. Yeah, uh, so uh, beat the crap out of him. He was not able to get anything. I saw a funny offense. tweet today. I'm old enough to remember when the Rams were an explosive offense. It's been so long now, you it know. Like, had. like when's the like you remember a year or two ago the Rams were scoring like 50 points a game. They were the, the legend. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, McShay, McVay was. Baltimore the, has like multiple 40 man. point games this year. So, Mark Ingram, did you watch him running? With, Mark Ingram looks like a new player. Well, they Baltimore. got a quarterback they can believe in, you know. So that helps your whole team. And Lamar's first quarter stats. Five for five, three touchdowns, and 80 yards rushing. Like, I was about to say, I saw it. it was, I was what are you supposed to do with that? I was watching the game. I was at a Friendsgiving. I was watching the game, and uh, this, it was probably late third, early fourth quarter. And Lamar had gone, gone 14 for 17 for 255 yards and three touchdowns. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's seemingly running away with the MVP trophy. So Easily. That's it's wild. Because he's so fast. Baltimore. Is he better than Michael Vick? Oh, my gosh. Michael Vick never won an MVP, They right? put. I saw last night they put up a play of Michael Vick's and a play from last night that he did that, like, they were comparing him to just how much the looseness was like Michael Vick. Oh, yeah. Very um, slippery. It's like they grease him up before the game. Like a greased pig. <laughs> uh, Let's get off that let, We're moving <laughs> off from Lamar Another blowout. To it. The Sunday night game. 49ers against the Packers. Did not look good from the very first play of the game for the Pack. Yeah, um, this is a bad loss. You lost 37-8 to in primetime with Aaron Rodgers. This is a good Packers team. This is a very we good thought, team. But this is a, that's an egg right there. That's, that's a, a stinker of a game. Like Aaron Rodgers only had one touchdown, 100 yards passing. 104 yards on 33 attempts. Like, what are you doing? That the, the Niners' defense was dominant. Multiple turnovers, constantly getting to Aaron Rodgers. It seems like it may be a bit of an offensive line issue more than, like, a, a skill player issue mm-hmm. or anything of that nature. Um, and maybe y'all need to check your defense a little bit. You gave up a couple points. Guess what, Dan? What? What you got? The Bills are 8-3. and three. Another win. And guess what? Another loss for the Broncos. So they may even be moving up in our mock That's draft. That's huge. Right? Huge, for the Bron- <laughs> huge for the Broncos to be a- be moving up in the draft. Um, I would assume that's what they're looking to do. And also huge for the Bills. Like It's crazy that the Bills are sitting at 8-3, possibly like competing for third or fourth best team in the AFC. Didn't really see that coming. Exactly. A quiet 8-3. Very quiet. The most quiet 8-3 you'll ever see. Which leads me in the next week. Thanksgiving Day, the Bills get the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are favored by six and a half coming off the loss to the Patriots. The Bills are about to feast on Turkey Day. Oh my gosh. Bold prediction here, but we're a part of Bills Mafia. You best believe the Bills Mafia are coming. And the Cowboys, they got 
of the injury report's not looking good. Vander Esch is out. You got three other guys questionable illness. So that's just people getting sick in the locker room. That's terrible. <laughs> They're sick of the locker room. And we'll see it. Bill's hot. Bill's three. Thanksgiving Day. Hot like that Thanksgiving ham. Catch it on Thursday. It's a better game than the Bears versus the Lions for sure. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food, Daniel? Oh, I was wanting to ask you the same thing. For me, probably going to have to go broccoli casserole and then the turkey itself because, you know, the only time of People year... People hate I on eat, turkey, Everybody you know? hates turkey. I'm like, it's the one time of the year I'm acceptable to be eating turkey. I'm going to eat my turkey. Thank you very much. Everyone's like, I don't even like turkey that much. Like, it's like my least favorite part. I'm like, what? They're like, it's dry. I'm like, you don't know how to cook a turkey. That's First your off, problem. there's a few things I love, and it's bread and meat. So I get turkey, I get ham, I get rolls out the ass and like mac and cheese is a newfound love i didn't eat mac and cheese for like the first 20 years of my life and now it's just so great welcome to childhood i know it's awesome (laughs) as an adult it's fantastic uh there will be some sunday games uh big sunday night game we got zach the patch the patriots are going to be going to the texans um deshaun watson matching up with the tom brady that seems to be struggling tom brady actually said the other day i saw he was like yeah we are uh carried by our defense and our special teams well he's got no skill position players like even muhammad sanu that they traded for is out on injury That's julian true. edelman's great and you got some good players but uh, there's no stars imagine Nikhil harry came back from injury their young he guy. had one he catch looked, and he i'm I think he and can, it was a back shoulder touchdown. I think he can turn her. I think he can start making himself make some noise for a top tier. Yeah, uh, I understand. But, we'll but like, imagine happens. if Brady still had Antonio Brown. You know, like it'd be a very different, be a different situation. Story. Like, I feel like the running game not as good either this year. Uh, so, are you going to be taking play. Deshaun Watson and the Texans or no? I'm okay. I'm a Brady believer. I was going to I was going to warn you. It's been 20 years, Dan. I'm picking the Patriots to win the game. Like I respect I, it. Ten years ago, I might have picked the Texans. You know, like I've learned my lesson. You go with Tom and Belichick. Tom and Belichick, especially if the gone. higher the stakes, it's not even Tom at that point. It's Belichick not wanting to get embarrassed. You know, like Belichick's going to flex on a Sunday night game. Well, and then the leading into the Monday night, uh, we'll have Vikings and Seattle. Uh, really big matchup in the NFC. I think that's two of the best teams in the NFC, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the Eagles to take the win because um, Kirk Cousins has seemed to be struggling lately. The, the wide receivers aren't getting uh, open as easily. So we still got Dalvin Cook, who looks to me over Christian McCaffrey as the best running back in the league this year. Really? Yeah, honestly. Because the media is falling in love with Christian McCaffrey. They do, but like – Dalvin Cook's very quiet over there. You don't hear anything from the Vikings as far as media-wise. So, like, they're very quiet. You forget about them. But he's over there every week, multiple catches, uh, at least, 50, like, you know, multiple, like, 50-yard games receiving, 100-yard games rushing, carrying the ball, from carrying the load for the Vikings, I feel like, honestly. Clowney's out, too. Clowney out. That's a major key to this game. And Dalvin may be able to feast a little bit more than he was going to originally. So we'll see how that goes, but I'm really <coughs> excited for there's a lot of good matchups next week honestly yeah so that's about it that's NFL. all we got nfl done that's all we got on the pod really uh we do want to uh since this is number episode 19 zach i think we should start doing a little thing where we just go through <laughs> you know top athlete that wore the number 19 um and i'm gonna start it out i really loved uh the pony express out at smu 
And uh, uh, Eric Dickerson, absolutely fantastic. Uh, huge piece of that offense. Um, and I, that's going to be mine, war number 19 for the Pony Express. Uh, Eric Dickerson, fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be what we got. Episode 19, guys. We appreciate y'all listening. Zach Whittington, Daniel Moody, we are out of here. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to The Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Follow us on Twitter at Moody underscore sports, M-O-O-D-Y underscore sports, and follow us on Spotify at The Very Moody Sports Show.